Wait, oh, are you recording? recording? Um, because I just started well, recording. Yeah, well, did you get the little memo recording in progress, or or did you not? I did. Why am I getting this? Because I started recording? it. So, so you wait, but like that little voice will come over and say, "We are now recording." Yeah, she said that already. Did well, it said it to me end? as well. Yeah, which is, I would say, not normal, because doesn't it usually tell the person that did not hit record that you are now recording? Yeah, and it didn't tell you. No, it did tell me, but it also told you. Right. So what what do we have going on here? Are you recording? I don't believe so. Well, okay. it says that it is recording. Yeah, that's me. Oh, well, now, recording. well, now I'm getting this thing. Please ask the host to give you permission to record. I don't believe I need that if you're recording. I th- I think you have to click accept. I think it's asking you to let that I can record your voice. I don't I don't believe that's what it's asking. Oh, I believe it was. Hang on. Well, if that's the case, this just might be a solo podcast on your end. <laughs> I'm just talking to nobody. I got to say, if we're if we're having these kind of technical difficulties at the ripe age of what, 23 and 24? I can't imagine what it's going to be like in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It seems like well, shall we begin? Figured out. I guess we can go for it. All right. We can attempt to at the very least. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Big Dog Radio. We have taken quite the break and we are back. And Lou, how long would you guess it has been since we last recorded an episode? Well, let's see. I got a pretty sharp brain on me. Um, I would say one year, four months. One year and four months since our Correct. last recording. So that would put Correct. us January of 2022. Do you, I know the answer. I looked it up earlier. It was... Yeah. April 16th of 2022 was the last time we posted. So it was almost exactly okay. a year about, about a year to the date. Yep. About a year to the date. Pretty much. And I think so. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We we attempted to record after that at the farmer's market mm-hmm. and it did not go very well. We'll say that. Well, I'd say it went well, but it was not. Well, extra- I mean, no, uh, it was it was all jagged up. It, uh, we we were trying to record the audio in a voice memo on a phone. Is that correct? Correct. And that still exists somewhere, but you I don't have know it? where. I think I have oh, it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and truthfully, I don't know if that would have ever worked out. I don't know if I'm technologically advanced enough to get that uploaded onto a computer and then transferred into uh, the form. We would need it to use it for podcast material. Yeah, I, I think that's where we initially gave up. Like I had the voice memo. And all I had to do was send it to you, and I was going to let you figure out the rest. But I and after that, I think sending it to you. I really think that that farmers market shot us in our moral heart. It did. did you, we I were mean, sitting there I, for hour and a half, two hours, and we had maybe pent up trying to sell guests. merch and everything. We had approximately zero dollars in sales, and very few guests to talk to. I think what did it for me when I had to kind of. Uh, step back and take a look in the mirror was that one old man who who gazed over at our tent that's right kind of he tried to try to figure out exactly what we had going on there and let me remind you we had a we had a sign up that said all proceeds go to childhood cancer research Mm -hmm. he looks at us he looks at the sign he looks at what we have going on here and he just shakes his head and says stupid and walks away (laughs) that's yes for me that's kind of what did it 
that that was the telltale time where it was okay big dog radio has come to a halt not an end but yes, a halt at least we certainly reached uh our peak at the time mm, i there, think there's no there's no way that i had it in me to get up off the mat after that one and go for another round of podcasting i was just morally defeated. some time to say the least the the part and, that and we've had me, some time the part that got me with that guy was he walked by he did his thing that you described he looked at us looked around said how stupid it was and we paused a little bit and we as we were talking to one another and we paused maybe five ten seconds stared at each other then you go did he just say what i think he said and i said yeah he just called us stupid and then you go i mean he's got a point well and he certainly, lost, he certainly does I'm, i mean i'm i'm absolutely not going to argue with the guy yeah. In fact, I think I I might back his point up. I think he's absolutely right. Right. We have, but uh, I mean, it's just it, that's that is crazy behavior. I must say, it's crazy out of both behavior. of us, uh, out of that old man to say that. Oh, and the it, fact sh- that it we're, shocked me. It left me speechless. And when we're twenty year olds, twenty some year olds, early twenty year olds, sitting at a farmer's market, <laughs> trying to sell sweatshirts while recording a podcast. Yeah. I, it. It is absurd looking back. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it again. I certainly would. I would not. What's your deal? That you know how much work we put into getting there, and we did we had nothing to show. Yeah, well, well, we were there as a registered nonprofit. Yeah, we so. we had, we had to like email back and forth with this lady for a couple of days. Send her a sample of the podcast. After after that, I can't believe that. That we were allowed in, yeah. like for what what reason were we there really? To raise proceeds for childhood cancer, which we did not raise any. Yeah, none, zero, to be exact. That's true. Anyways, okay. Well, let's yeah, hop the into the episode. College we, try. We are not sure how long we have along as with this whole technology thing. I, I guess. Yeah. So when did that become a thing? When did when did Zoom suddenly cap your time at like a half hour or forty minutes? Why think, is that the case? I think the moment we became adults, they did that. As soon as we graduated, they cut you off. Why? I mean, you, there's not a platform that that allows you to record. I'm sure there is, but we're on Zoom right now. This entire Zoom thing is a racket. But and then I guess another thing that we had occur is neither of us are using our purchased mics right now. And no, my, I mean, my situation makes sense, but story. I don't understand your situation. You're holding it in your hand, but you're not using it. Well, like I said earlier, I I need it to, to function as a podcaster. I mean, if I speak into the open air without the mic, I'm not going to make much sense. Hold the mic up, all of a sudden I'm in the zone, I'm able to speak. But why aren't you using it? Well, there's a very good explanation for that. So the genius is over at Apple, trillion dollar plus now at this point company. They make these MacBooks, but they don't or they no longer include the USB uh, inputs on it. Oh, okay. And, and for what reason? I mean, probably to make more money. I don't know. But they have the, so they sell these little dongle things separately. And it's like the lightning kind of thing. I don't know the proper terminology for it, but you stick it in and there's a little nub on the end of it to to then put your USB in. So it's like an extension. Why not just put the USB in? That's That's so far beyond me. So you don't have the dongle? Is that the answer? Well, I have one, but I don't know where it is. Oh, 
I've been searching up and down for it. No so clue. we're in we're in a similar boat here because I don't have any clue where my mic is. And the the fact behind that is I had my mic and I specifically remember having it in my hand and putting it somewhere and saying to myself, I will never find this thing again in my life. And, and you were correct. And here we are. Because now you can't find it. I can't find it. So I I searched in every position that I would think I would say that to myself as I put it there and it's it's nowhere to be found so it'll probably appear like a couple years from now when we're on episode 200 of big dog radio or 21 at the time who knows how that goes (laughs) one episode a year crank them out all right Lou let's hop in you see see this right here Uh, (laughs) you have a green screen and (laughs) okay that's a ten dollar bill the ten dollar bill you know where I got that you probably uh, don't. The bank. All right. So I, I get this letter in the mail, and it's uh it's one of those. They're trying to get you to take a survey. I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like this before, though. They included three U.S. dollar bills in there. Okay. In the in the envelope. Well, first, I, I, I thought those were really not supposed to send cash in the mail. Maybe that's just for safety precautions so you don't lose your cash. I don't know what the deal is. Anyways, so they send those $3 bills and have you take the survey. They're like, it's a 10-minute survey, and if you do it, we'll send you $10, all right? So I do the survey. It was essentially like asking, are you a drug guy or not? And then they ended up sending me, by the way, if the IRS is listening, they didn't, but but they sent me this this $10 bill. Like just cash? In just an cash in an Any envelope. Any explanation? No explanation. I don't know what, what the deal was there. I don't know what kind of blood money this is. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly what I've gotten myself into, but I got... $13 out of the deal. So for I, of course, for tax purposes, I didn't, but, but I did. I've never heard of any. Are you aware like of that? anything like that? No, I've, I've done no, surveys was, where they, they send you cash like via online. They'll s- send you like a $10 gift card or something. Yeah. No, they sent a $10 never just straight in the cash. Mail. Yeah. The letter said, here's your $10 for completing the survey. Well, congratulations. So I don't know if I'm in with uh, the Bob now or what kind of foreign entity has my data, but here we $13 are. $13 is $13, I suppose. I suppose. All right, Lou, time to get in to the episode today. We're looking at listener questions. We got a draft, uh, hot corner chopping block, and then you wrap it up with your final thoughts. So the first listener, listener question, what is the best Wi-Fi name you have seen? I got to say, it's very difficult to do a good Wi-Fi name. You know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of times they're, they're just corny not good i actually had to think about this for a bit and probably the best that i could come up with is fbi surveillance van okay i don't think that's great but it got a good it gets a good chuckle out of me it does yeah because yeah especially because i'm thinking of more so like the the 50 60 70 year old demographic when they go to log on to their wi-fi yeah because something like that isn't going to spoof someone of our generation Uh you know it's just another corny wi-fi name but it could raise concern for an older person yeah especially like a person that is a little skeptical about the idea of the internet and like thinking people are watching over you all the time which i mean they may be but like somebody that's really against somebody knowing what they're doing yeah i mean that that's also another thing that that kind of gets me there's a lot of people that are afraid of the internet that is i've always thought to myself if I was tra- if every single movement of mine was tracked 
on the internet, I'm living the same exact life. And I like, I don't have anything that I have done on the internet that the FBI would come after me or something. Right. And that's like the whole, they're watching you through uh, the camera on your laptop. Go ahead. I don't give a rat's (laughs) ass to be honest with you. (laughs) You're just looking at us recording a podcast. If there's somebody out there that, is watching if that's what if that's what they want to do right with their now, day, go for it i really don't care yeah exactly take but, my um, data have my social security number um well don't actually but but do it and it's not going to affect me at all unless you do something numbers, with it like an well, insane uh, yeah. thing though well unless you do something with it if you want it you can have it just don't do anything with it right well well i feel like that's the least secure system the social security number system. Yeah. Like they it's just give it's you... not any different than guessing a telephone number. You could guess. Uh, well, I mean, you got associated with a person, but it, it, I feel like it's very minimally secure for somebody. Yeah. I, and I guess I don't understand it completely, it. but is the deal is they, they register you in the system. They give you a card with a number on it and say, now you're a real person. Is that how it works? Like a U.S. citizen. I think it's right. just, it's just United States thing, right? Right. Well, I'm sure other countries have their own system, but right. But they're like, now you're a real person. You wouldn't be without this, but now you are. Have you ever met a person without one that's just lived their life? I guess I wouldn't know. I don't. That's really not the first thing I ask people is, do you <laughs> so, have a social security? I've number? heard of but, people, though, that that just have existed without a social security number. Like there was a person apparently I gave birth not too long ago. Don't ask me why I know this, but somebody gave birth and then they discovered that this person just doesn't exist amongst the the person that gave birth. Yeah, the mother. Oh, okay, like they don't exist as a person. Like there's no track of them anywhere. Yeah, I don't understand how that whole process works. I don't either. Or or why? I mean, I'm sure there's a somewhat logical reason, but I don't know if it's a very good one. Well, Lou, my best Wi-Fi name I've ever seen, I've grown up with it my entire life. It's not my personal Wi-Fi, but it's my neighbor's Wi-Fi. And the the Wi-Fi name is Foxy Lisa. And my neighbor's, the mother of the family's name is Lisa. And it it has no no punny intention or anything. For no real reason. Correct, yeah. Okay. But it's always raised the question to me is who set up that Wi-Fi? Like, yeah, I, that, that always interests me is uh, w- w- what's at the core of a lot of things that go on in this world, like something like that. What had to be going through someone's head that the whatever you're setting it up on, it prompts you to enter a Wi-Fi name. And that's what you go with. That comes to mind. You're like, this is a good idea. <laughs> Boxy Lisa. Lisa. Each their own, I guess. Yeah. Which that's that raises start- a question with Wi-Fi in general. I mean. What's the deal with Wi-Fi? Like, how does it work? No, like, I don't understand at this point in time why we like why our telephones here can't emit Wi-Fi themselves. There has to be a way to make that possible. Well, I mean, but they charge up the wazoo for it, like a hotspot. Well, yeah, but they they have the ability to do so. I don't I don't get why it's not a more common thing, though. There has been like talk recently I guess not even recently, just in general about Wi-Fi becoming like a worldwide thing that just exists across the map. Yeah. Which I guess we kind of do have already. 
how so like cellular data yeah cellular data and don't ask me how this all works out but yeah i mean that's a talk about a racket paying for cellular data i don't get why you can't just have and i in fact i think that's what uh starlink is are you familiar um elon musk's like wi-fi essentially well the way i understand it it's it's a satellite that seems to make so, sense how that would yeah work. i mean it would make sense for wi-fi to be a universal right almost i, I don't know <laughs> universal right all right lou what is the best one-liner you have heard in the recent past well i can't tell you the last time i heard this but this is something that that struck me at one point in time and this person described i think i think this gentleman got hit in the nose and you know he was he's all flustered he just got hit in the nose and and the guy says he looked he looks like a stunned mullet. Like a stunned mullet? A stunned mullet. Like the hairstyle? I don't know what that means. Branding. A What's stunned that? mullet? Correct. After he got hit in the nose? Yeah, because like he was all he got hit in the nose, he was all flustered. He was like, ah, she looks like a stunned mullet. Is there any, any I was hoping you might be it? able to to provide some some sort of explanation. Because no. I can't. I can't either. A stunned mullet. Correct. Now, we're having a draft later this episode, the best insulting names. That That's a fair insult. I, like, I don't think, a, no, I don't think a stunt mullet is an insult. Wait, what is, what are you saying? Stunt mullet? No, a stunned mullet. Like a, a shortly grown mullet. No, like stunned. Like a, like, every, like a shock. Like a, Right, like a stun gun. Like a stun gun straight mullet. to a mullet. I suppose that kind of makes sense. Like, the hair stand up on the back of your neck? Maybe that's what he's going for. I don't know. It, it's very difficult to decipher what exactly that means. When did you hear this? Oh, this was some time ago. I know you said recently, but that one more recently was, uh, it was actually in a more of a professional setting. And instead of saying like, you know, we don't want to overthink it. This person says, we don't, we don't want to get paralysis by over analysis. Yeah. I've heard that and, one before. Have you? I mean, that just stuck a stake right through my heart. Analysis paralysis. You don't do Paral anything no. because you're trying to analyze it. I like that. I, I, I was at a loss for words. I mean, I, I was no longer thinking about what the gentleman was saying, but more so what he had already said there's a lot to decipher there there is well Lou, the best one-liner i've heard in the recent past i forget the scenario but somebody was insulting a person's brain capacity uh power to to think and they said that it takes them two hours to watch 60 minutes and i liked that <laughs> you want to say that again i don't know if i Exactly caught that the first time. It it takes this guy two hours to watch 60 minutes. He was saying that about himself or about someone else? About someone else. Okay. As an insult. All right. I kind of like that. I do too. It takes, it takes that guy two hours to watch. Yeah. I'm going to have to start using that one. I You got to appreciate something like that. And That's a little bit better than I was able to provide. Well, it, it, like, it's something that made, well, I guess it doesn't make sense, but. Oh, it makes perfect sense. It was comprehensible. It makes perfect sense. Just does not make sense. I'm sure somewhere to someone it makes perfect sense. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So Lou, our final listener question we were asked was, what would be the worst thing for the government to make illegal? Let's see. Do you want to go ahead on this one? I had a couple I kind of have a, yeah, I kind of have a, a short list here. As, as I was thinking, um, well, one thing I thought of that would be, because there, you can take this at a handful of different levels. There's like human rights that they could ban. Like you could get rid of food, like make food illegal. Everybody just dies. Um, But the, the one thing that I thought of that was kind of like a human thing that the government could implement was that they make woman illegal. Okay. So only Cause, well, well, because then you couldn't really reproduce, right? And that goes into my other one, making pregnancy illegal. Okay, those those. I mean, with the way things are trending, I don't know if that's too far off where we're heading. Once you start getting into topics like population control <laughs> and things like that, but maybe uh, not in our lifetime, but somewhere down the road. I mean, realistic possibilities, I must say. The, the two other ones I had were a little less big picture. They're, they're more things that would have an effect on day-to-day. Um, one is actually currently illegal, and that's sports betting. I know that you... That should be a war crime to make sports betting illegal. And for you specifically, you are a big sports better, but not. No, you're not. No. Not when I'm in the state of Wisconsin, I'm not. Only in specific states. And Lou, the the last thing I thought of was to make funerals illegal, because it would just add a little bit of awkwardness. Yeah, I I don't hate that honestly. Someone dies, you just kind of got to get on with things. <laughs> That's how it should be. Yeah, I mean, right now the way things are, yeah, we already got the the time left countdown going on here. You see this? Oh boy, seven and a half minutes. We're gonna have to. Um, Pause and restart eventually. Yeah. So, I mean, funerals as they are right now, I, the, you could look at it one way. Um, if, it, like, say you were just dropped on this planet in this country and you have to attend a funeral, and you're like, what? We're celebrating this guy dying? I'm not following. Like, he's dead. Let's, let's celebrate. He's finally gone. <laughs> so, you're saying that they're celebrating the death, not celebrating the life that had occurred. Right, which I'm I'm sure at at every funeral there's there's a couple people like that. Thank God this guy's gone. Thank God <laughs> this, this woman's gone. You know, <laughs> let's celebrate. Have you ever been to a funeral that you were celebrating the death? Yeah, I can't say that I have. Okay, me neither. I I think I might like to attend one one day though. I can't. That's that's got to be a harsh <laughs> opinion you got to someone if you not only know them well enough to go to their funeral but know them so well that you have that much disgust for them that you're celebrating that that person had died which is why i think in that case you'd have more to celebrate than than someone that's there to grieve i suppose because then if they're living you'd rather be celebrating them being alive certainly if it was a person you like all right lou what are what are your worst things for the government to make illegal uh so like I said, I made a short list here. So first, books. Yeah, uh, they, I love that one. Yeah, there's uh, the old book Fahrenheit 451 that kind of explores that. <laughs> I don't know if that was done very well. I know it's a, a popular book in literature, but 
left left something to be desired. We'll say that much. Um, two, I have written down the internet, but really after thinking that for a little bit, I don't know if that would be such a terrible thing. I think I would actually support that and go for that. Three, alcohol, simply because they've already tried that and it didn't work out very well. Yeah. Four, making wage labor illegal. So essentially you couldn't work for pay. Oh, so communism. No, no. I'm like, like I'm saying like you, like you don't even, you don't get the the fruits of your labor, which I guess in capitalism, that's kind of the argument in a roundabout way. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, think, uh, the economy may take a hit if they were to (laughs) make slavery for the masses mandatory Mm -hmm. might be a problem. Um, and then another thing that ha- has been tried in some countries that didn't go very well, banning a specific race or religion and yeah. making that illegal. That has been tried before. And I mean, you you could argue whether it was successful or not, but how it's viewed by others, not very well. No. Well, those those are good ones, Lou. Those are all poor things for the government to make illegal. So we are moving on to the draft. And today we are drafting the best insulting names. So, Lou, how how did you interpret this? Because best insulting names, did that equal most insulting names in your head? So, so let's see. We have we have a positive plus a negative would equal, or rather, a positive and a negative would equal a negative. So, so I took it these these are things you would like to call others. Okay, that's how I took it too. Something that you would like, or something that you find fun to call somebody else as an insult. Correct. Okay, good. So we're on the same page, and Lou, you have the first pick of the draft. Number one, just because I think it it may be on your list, I'm going to go with asshat. (laughs) That was my number one as well. Exactly. (laughs) There's, There's nothing... There's nothing better to call someone than an asshat. It's just fun to say. Oh, it it, it is it is a blast to say. And it and it's it, it personally, I don't like being called an asshat. I, there's not a lot that bothers me, but being called an asshat does bother me. But I love to use it on other people. Oh, it's great. It's it's a great term. And and I feel this is a very underused term among general public as well. I would say. And I mean, I guess maybe we just say it so much that that's become like second nature. Mm. I mean, I I use it all the time, but I think you're right in saying that, that amongst the general public, it's, it's not used very often. Right. That's a great one. That's a great number one pick. Um, Now, now it's my turn, Lou. Am I taking two picks or just one? Um, I, I think you would have the next two. Okay. Um, so I have a wide variety. I have some classics. I have some unique ones. But I guess my first pick will have to be the the classic term idiot. Just idiot, huh? Yep. Just idiot. It's, it's you know, I, I don't want to name other other draft picks, but that's that's very similar to another one that I'm thinking of that no one likes to be called an idiot, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a shot to the heart. That's that's a shot at your intelligence. That's a shot at you generally as a person that that you're just you're an idiot. It is. It's not even that mean. It's just it, it just hurts in a different way. It does. 
And and Lou, we're coming up on our, our time limit. So we're going to have to take a pause and, and come back. Yeah, I don't know how this is all going to work out, but I don't either. <laughs> we'll find out. So and... I don't understand what, why they make us do that. If we can just start another meeting and start recording again. I don't get it either. Just to make Whatever. a bigger hassle. You can pay to avoid it. Um, so my my second pick here, this is another classic, but I just love the term. And that term is bum. Bum? Now, I think that that's a term that, that has kind of been overused. You think so? I think so. I, I think it may have worn out its welcome. I, it's still It's still a pretty good insult. I think it only applies right in a certain context. Because if you go around and that's kind of your catchphrase is just calling people bums, it doesn't, it does nothing for you. But if you're, if you, if you're talking about someone and you really mean it and you call them a bum, you need some oomph in the voice. Right. What a bum. No, no, that didn't didn't even hit it. No, that was, but that was horrendous. It's a softer thing, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like when you really mean it, just like, like we were talking about earlier, that guy at the farmer's market, when he when he shook his head and under his voice just said stupid, he meant that. Mm-hmm. I think this is something you have to mean. You can't just go around saying it. Yeah, I, I, but I, it's a great insult. I think it's one of the best. And Lou, you are back. You got two more picks here. All right. So so next up here, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with pigeon. A pigeon. Oh, oh, you fucking pigeon. I think that cuts deep. I mean, it's 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 a fair insult. I I don't think it's a great insult though. Really? No. So so you wouldn't take great offense to someone calling you a pigeon? No. I think I think it's it, it's best used in the context of when when you're having a debate or an argument with someone, and then you call them a pigeon. No, I, I won't take other terms, but I feel like there's a lot of there's some other terms that you could use in an argument that are far superior to pigeon. I think pigeon is very strong. I disagree. There is there, there's a reason why I think that that I can't necessarily put into words. Well, that's not good for a podcast. No, that's Ooh. not going to help us out very much here. But, you pigeon. But I understand it. I know it's a good insult. I'm not able to verbalize that to you and have you understand because you are a pigeon. All right. What's your All next right, I, Oh, I do have a I have a second one here. Um, what about cocksucker? <laughs> that's a good one. That is a very strong one, in my opinion. Because uh, I think you only end up using that. Like, you don't go around. Like, I would argue that uh, asshat is kind of more of a, a playful insult, so to speak. But cocksucker, that's when you're in the heat of the moment. You're not even thinking about what you're saying. That's kind of what flies out. Mm-hmm. That's the Someone cuts you off thing. in traffic. Goddamn cocksucker. <laughs> Something like that is what I'm what I'm thinking of. It's certainly a term that you'd expect to come out of like a a 50-year-old's mouth. Yeah, like a 50-year-old blue-collar guy. Yeah. And it's it's probably every other word out of their mouth is cocksucker. Right. Cocksucker this, cocksucker. They hammer their thumb or something. Yeah. Oh, cocksucker. Right. Right. Uh, That that's how I picture it. And yeah, I mean that's that's a great one. So now I have two picks on my turn. Um, I have a handful of them. One that is very underutilized that I think I'm going to pick here. And th- there was a a day that I was playing. It was a very nice day. It was 
middle of the winter, except it was probably like 50 or something outside. So group of us went outside and we were throwing around a football. So we were trying to hit this stop sign with a football and the typical man thing, just trying to hit a stop sign with football. Sure. No, no guilt or innocence behind it. Just a, a typical day. And this, this older couple comes biking by turns and it was a very similar thing to the, the farmer's market situation. And they turn and they said, you dweebs. <laughs> so the, the dweeb, dweeb is my pick. How old was this person? Uh, 70, I would guess. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, cause, cause dweeb, I feel like is more of a, an elementary school playground insult. You know, it, it's not as harsh. It's a little more innocent. Just calling little kids dweebs. But it's a it's a good fun insult. I don't know if I agree with that. That's I think okay. you out, I think you outgrow dweeb. I think I think there's a curve to it. You you it's like high up elementary school kind of dips down around our age, and then when as soon as you break the sixty five barrier, as soon as you qualify for ARP, AARP, then yeah, I, I suppose it, it depends on it depends on your audience. I agree. Like, like, how old were you at this time? 23, 22. Well, well, I guess that kind of changes it. But I was, I thought you were saying this is when, when you were younger. No, no. Those little kids could certainly be like less than a year. You're not going to go around calling, you know, a 10 year old, a cocksucker. You're going to call him a dweeb. Yeah. And maybe that was his maturity looking down upon us. Thinking of us as dweebs. That very well could be the case which I respect. Um, and, and I have one more pick and a lot of options here. I've, I've stuck with a pretty clean slate of things. And I, I think I'm going to continue that trend and use the simple and, and effective insult of a fool. A fool. Yeah. I would argue your, your insults have been pretty soft. I agree, but they're they're good insults. How often are you going around calling someone a fool? I'd say it's one of my more used insult things. Okay. Yeah. I guess that, that I think I think this is kind of in the same category as bum. I think so too. Well well it I always it's never like look at this fool. It's like you fool. Just that that terminology, one word the other, you fool. Yeah, I, would, I don't think fools is an insult I've used very often. It, it's underutilized, I would agree. You know how Google has that uh, feature where if you search a word, it kind of shows you like the timeline of, of when it was used the most? Yeah. I would be interested in, in seeing the graph on fool. I would be too. Anyways, I will look that up. How many, you... how many are we drafting here? Uh, what, how many are we in? Three in? Four in total. I have my four. I think you. I have one more. You Is that correct? More. All right. So, so with four here, I'm going to go with Muppet. <laughs> I think calling <laughs> someone a, a Muppet one. is one of the most disrespectful things you can do. No, I, I like that. At that point, you're not even recognizing them as, as another human being. They're just a Muppet. It's a great insult. And it, it has the ability to serve purpose 
Yeah, I, I think it's also really useful in in an argument or a debate when you realize that you're you're losing, or perhaps you finally realize that you're not right. You just you can start calling them a muppet, and there's nothing that they can really do about it. <laughs> that that is a great time to use that. Just keep calling them a muppet. They'll they'll try to dig deeper into their point. Just keep calling them a muppet, and eventually walk away. Yeah. So, oh, I got I got the usage of fool up here now and the use of fool i don't know how they grab this data but somehow they have determined that in 1733 the term fool was the most used of all time that's when it peaked <laughs> in You're 1733 from from the early 1700s yeah as one of your top four insults and then available. 1934 was the most recent peak, but it's at an all-time low right now. I that's believable. I'm curious I think that aligns with with my perception of of the word fool. Let's look up Muppet. First, Muppet was said in 1984, 1986, 1986 yeah, was the first time probably, Muppet was used. Probably when the Muppets were released. <laughs> probably, and in 2004 was the the peak of the Muppet. What does it look like now? Is it a, isn't that an old time low now? Uh, it's, about, it's about the same as, as 1990s. Okay. It, it, there's not much data on the word Muppet. I'm Did you have up. any leftover that you didn't use? <clears throat> yeah, I had some uh, some other kind of innocent ones. The the term butthead, kind of a elementary okay. insult, but yeah, that, that, that kind still of... a good one. <laughs> yeah, um, well, that that's actually kind of a wild one to break out on like a a thirty year old person yeah. just to call him a butthead. I mean that that comes out of nowhere, and that I is... think it would it would shock them and leave them speechless. <laughs> that would be a good one. Um, a couple others. Uh, this one, there's kind of been a a shift of demographic where all of a sudden this is kind of considered a cool thing. Being a nerd, people enjoy being called nerd now um bozo was another one i had Bozo's a pretty good one and uh, the last one i think is just maybe just me thinking it's an insult but i i think it's an insult but calling someone a horse girl the horse girl yeah yeah i could i could see how what's the word i'm looking for horse girl kind of has negative connotations in today's society yeah, they're they're the a little bit off type of which person. by the way we I that reminds me that we we had a horse girl on this podcast. We, did. we never posted that episode, a, a physically disabled horse girl. <laughs> or, or I guess maybe I I don't know exactly what her deal was. She was physically disabled and and by riding the horse she felt a little more confident again. Okay, is that what the deal was? And we we had interviewed her, but we abandoned the podcast. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily our speed. So, sorry if you're listening. I don't remember her name. It's probably somewhere out there. It's it's amongst the abyss. But it's yeah, we'll go with that. So I have, I have Bub. I think Bub is a very strong one, like B U B. Bub, yeah. I don't know. Is that more of a recent thing? 
I feel like Bob. I feel like twenty years ago. I I'm, I'm not sure if I, I think that's like a term of endearment old, to some people. Bub. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Not. You ever like a dad to his son? I think that's more of an insult. No, I, I'm pretty sure that there's people that like call their son Bub. I believe we have a service called Child Protective Services that protect people against stuff like that. <laughs> well, Lou, what are your other ones? Anyways, um, Dick Breath. Oh, yeah. I think that, that one's also kind of a a slap out of left field. Almost like calling someone close to butthead. Um, this is this is kind of a newer insult, calling someone a plebeian. This is more so on people that are kind of out there. Um, very online. A plebeian? A lot of uh, Reddit users. Yeah. I've never so, heard that. So I, you've never, uh, it, basically calling someone, it, it, I would compare it to like Simpleton, something okay. like that. A halfwit. I I like that one. I it feel like I've heard you say bit. that before. You've Call heard someone me a halfwit. I feel like I have, certainly. Maybe. I don't know. You don't think? Uh, anyways, then the last one here is uh, calling someone a half a meatball. <laughs> I like that one. And that's all that I had. Because you can call someone like a meathead, and that's even more insulting. Half a meat. Very much, yeah. That's. I would say calling calling a guy a meathead is the equivalent of calling um, a woman a horse girl. <laughs> I think so. They're just not quite there. So, Lou, my, my final team was idiot, bum, dweeb, and fool. And can you recap me on your your team? So mine would be asshat, pigeon, cocksucker, muppet. <laughs> I like it. All right. I say that I hate it. So we've made it through our draft, and we are moving on now to our hot corner and our chopping block. So Lou, enlighten me with either one of yours. So we'll start with the hot corner. And it, it doesn't really relate to um, the topic here, but it's just something I kind of wanted to address and talk about. So there's this this video circulating online of Gary V, our good friend Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Right. And, and he says that if you are making less than $100,000 a year, you should immediately quit your job, start going to rummage sales and sell things on eBay. That's his solution. So for, for people that are unfamiliar with Gary V, can you give us what his voice sounds like? I think that will help people. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm willing to do that at this time. <laughs> Over $300 million. You're a fucking idiot. There's nothing I can do for you. So he's he's yeah. like a business guy. Well, he thinks he is. Well, he that's like what his platform is it's like yeah thinking he's a business guy yeah and trying to help people and the thing that always gets me about him is he's always posting things like look i i I gave her i gave this car i gave this girl 30 dollars. she thought it was only worth 20 i'm a good guy i'm a good guy like no i mean all the videos i see are of him hustling people at rum and sales he'll find like a hundred dollar item and, and give him 10 bucks for it. He'll go back to his car. Oh my God, I can resell this for a hundred dollars. <laughs> like, I mean, like you're worth how many millions of dollars uh, you can't, 
pay full price for someone that's just trying to liquidate what they have in their yeah. house. I mean, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, almost, I mean, when I first found out about this guy, how many years ago, I thought he was awesome, you know, because I thought it was satire. I was like, this guy's hilarious. Come to find out this is, he's dead serious about everything he says and does. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know what to make out of that. I find it rather concerning. So, Lou, just to recap what happened here, your hot corner, which is something that we want to honor in a given week, was Gary V's video, which you did not like. Well, like I said, it doesn't really relate uh, to our topic here, but it's something that I kind of wanted to talk about. Well, so why didn't you I just figured... make it your chopping block? Because I already got a couple scheduled there. Okay. So just an extra topic of conversation. Okay. So uh, Gary V is your hot corner. And yeah. And for, for our audience, if you're making under $100,000, you better quit your job right now and go start <laughs> yeah. going to rummage sales. So so my hot corner kind of relates to Gary V. And so my hot corner is YouTube, the platform YouTube. Okay. And you know that there's so many different things on YouTube and you can explore so many different genres. It's just incredible. But my point behind YouTube is there's all the talk about getting rid of TikTok or it's like going to get banned or potentially banned or something. And you got YouTube that all of a sudden just made TikTok on their platform that already exists for videos because they added a thing called YouTube Shorts. I don't know if you're familiar with YouTube. I'm familiar with YouTube. Yeah. And you know, they, they have shorts. I mean, I feel like these these companies, they they do this all the time. Like, for like example, like Instagram thing. used to be yeah, just Instagram. And then all of a sudden, Snapchat came out and then you were able to, to post stories. Next thing you know, you're able to post stories on instagram mm-hmm. facebook everything just tiktok comes out it's a big deal next thing you know you can i mean you can really do that anywhere right they have like facebook shorts there's like youtube shorts there's there's like reels on instagram mm-hmm. even snapchat i think has has their own deal too i so. think they do but youtube is the superior platform i would argue you think so yeah it's more it, so than tiktok itself Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. You got your long educational videos you can watch through. And and the thing I love about YouTube that you don't get with Facebook and Instagram or any other social media platform, the great thing about YouTube is there's there's nobody on there that you know. Like you're just sure. on you, yeah. you aren't like, oh look what Susie's doing this weekend and yeah. look at their yeah, family you know what... and everything. It's like no. I think that's kind of ironic that Social media was created for the purpose of connecting with people that are close to you. But the only times that I use it and the only times I like to use it is when I'm I'm posting. Well, I don't really do that, but when I'm when I'm doing things that people I know can't see. Or <laughs> when when I'm consuming content and stuff that is not generated by people that I know. Right. That's what I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my hot corner is YouTube. And do you care to share your chopping block? You said you have a couple. 
Yeah, well, I, I guess what's the deal with um so I guess there's I think I specifically saw it at Taco Bell. I'm not not sure where else, but I'm sure it happens other places where they have items that are available only in their app. So you have items that you have to order through the app. And if you physically go into the store and try to order that item, they'll say that you can't order it and you have to order it through the app. Tell me how that makes sense. Does that make any sense at all? It, it doesn't. Not you, you have the capability that. of making the product. The only thing that's changing is I'm right in front of your cashier versus punching buttons on an app. How does that change what you can do back in the kitchen? There's a product on Taco Bell's menu that can only be ordered through the app. It's not just Taco Bell. This that's where I specifically saw it though. But it'll they'll like advertise products and it'll say available only in the only app. Only through the app. Now when you say that, I, I can hear that on ads available only right. through the app. Correct. Interesting. So you can't go in if you go in the store and try to order the product, they'll say, No, 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 we can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? I know damn well <laughs> you can do it. Because if I ordered on the app, you'd, you'd be doing it. That, yeah, I. You know, I don't know do you know how absurd that. that is? That is absurd. That's a. It, it, I mean, where where have we gone wrong? Like, where why have we lost all sense of logic and reasoning? There's no reason behind that. <laughs> it's not. Anyway, speaking of no reason, you you may or may not know, but I may or may not know someone that may or may not be getting married this coming um, summer. Yeah. And so I may or may not be also standing up in that wedding. Correct. And yeah. I think I've just found it so ridiculous. This whole process with having to get your outfit for the wedding choir or whatever they call it. <laughs> I mean, so the wedding is in August, I want to mm -hmm. say. It may or may not be. I don't know. But I, well, I do, but I. It may or may not. Whatever. You get the point. Yeah. And I'm getting dragged to, to a men's warehouse to get fitted for said wedding. Let me check the calendar. It's freaking April. Tell me why that's a thing. Like, what are we doing? I mean, it, the whole thing was a racket. I show up. They're like, all right, uh, what size pants are you? I'm like, I don't know. It's not August. Like, like Did what you I, say that to them? I mean, the whole thing. I mean, this guy had no clue what he was doing because I, I well, well, I'm heard, sure he had what's that I had heard that this guy that was serving you or like helping you pick out your outfit for said wedding was uh, said uh, I heard a quote from him that was we're busy as hell on this Saturday and this guy is the most difficult customer I've ever had well, this guy has just never met a customer before that uses sound logic and reasoning. I think that was his problem. <laughs> yeah. Not to sound like our, our friend Ben Shapiro, but anywho, I, I just I don't understand. It's April. Why am I getting clothes for August? The same clothes that fit me now aren't going to fit me in August. And then they dress me up in this freaking costume. I come out. I swear to God, I'm in a clown costume. I mean, it was the <laughs> most absurd thing I've ever. And I have people that can attest to this. And he's like, do they fit all right? No, they don't fit all right. <laughs> Were they too big? They were too big and too small at the same time. It was the most ridiculous thing. I'm like, don't you people have pants here that fit people? <laughs> because I, he's like, no, so... we, well, of course you got to get them tailored. Well, why do you got to get them tailored? I, I know I, I understand fit. the whole spiel. 
Right. I understand the whole spiel. We make them and then, you know, so they fit a wider range of people and then you get them tailored. No, save it. I, I don't need to hear that. I'm literally in this freaking clown costume. <laughs> so I was fit for this same said wedding at the same said men's warehouse. And um, the, the first pants they had me try on. So I have rather skinny legs. Chicken legs, we'll say. Not chicken legs, but thinner legs than than a typical 200-pound man. And so I, I try on these pants, and they're like the size that I typically wear. And the the pants, they, they did look like pajama pants. Like I, I thought and felt like I was ready to take a nap or go to bed. Right. And so uh, we, he said his spiel, whatever. And luckily I had someone there with me that advised, well, maybe we, we try on a little bit smaller pair of pants, even though they're not his size. And and again, the guy at the men's warehouse is like, wait, that, that's a good idea. These are too big. Well, let's have them try on a smaller pair. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so First we tried on a smaller stuff. pair and they seemed to fit pretty well. So we went with that, but. Uh, I I would agree at the lack of competency of the the men's warehouse staff. Well, not only that, I I think my bigger problem and concern is that it's, it's freaking April. So you're I was under the assumption that that say we'll we'll pick a random date. Uh, we'll say August sixteenth is a Saturday. I'll go into men's warehouse on August thirteenth after work get fitted for my stuff and I'm on to the way. It's freaking April. Nothing that fits me now is going to fit me in August. <laughs> so why am I getting fitted? Which is why I showed up and I didn't get fitted. I told, basically told the guy to shove it. I'll come back. <laughs> and then not, not only that. So when they tailor it, and I didn't even know this was a thing. There's like half break, no break. And it's like how, how long your pants go. Right. Right. And I, for for said wedding, I understand that it's no break. We're like basically your ankle showing. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about my ankles getting cold. I'm gonna have to get like little like earmuffs they wear in the winter for my ankles. <laughs> I'm very concerned about that. I you know two two things to ease your mind regarding that is one. Well, I guess one question I have first is is do you not like the the high water look? That's becoming more and more popular. I I do like that you're always ready for a flood. Yeah. I do like that aspect. I don't like that my ankles might get cold. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's also August. So that, that will be a plus in, in Wisconsin. It's going to be hot in August. A cool breeze is still a cool breeze. Cool breeze. Against cool exposed breeze. skin. At, at this men's warehouse, I had a experience too. And it was regarding the same concern that you're having here is by august your body might look different than it does right now so certainly well well, the the guy at the men's warehouse asked me the question that you're alluding to is well he's like do you work out he's like are are you going to be any bigger come august and uh, so i told him i said no i don't work out but there is a chance that i catch mono between now and then and lose a bunch of weight which is and realistic. That it, could happen. It, and this guy was 
stone faced, just did not. No, he wasn't there for jokes. No, not that it was a joke. Like I could get mono between now and yeah, then. Yeah, oh, it's certainly a possibility. But not sure. even, not even a little giggle. He was just, oh, okay. Like, I think like, he was just like, yeah, recognizing what... the possibility. Yeah, he took it more he... matter of fact. Like okay, that's could that's happen. true. Didn't think of that. And then don't even get me started. So the guy's like, well, we got to get your rental shoes. I was beyond confused about this part. He's like, we got to get your rental shoes. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because again, this thing is like four months away. He's like, what, he's like, what do you mean? I, I got on my sheet that you guys are getting rental shoes. I'm like, yeah, the wedding's in four months, dude. Like, what, do you loan these things out for four months at a time? And apparently you got to sign up to, to rent the shoes. I don't know how this whole process works, to be honest with you. I was... I was beyond flustered why I would need to rent shoes four months in advance. Come to find out you don't even get to rent the shoes. You got to come back and pick them up. Right. Yeah. Which would that's make sense to process. me if that's what this whole thing was, is like a week before the wedding, I go get my whole uh, outfit, go on my merry way. Not this whole four months in advance. I've, I still haven't been able to sit down and process the whole thing. I don't even want to think about it. Fair enough. Well, let's move on from that then. Let's move on to the big dog's final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts aside from what you have mentioned? Well, did you have a, uh, what were we on chopping block of your oh, own? Or... You know, you know, I don't have one listed, but the thing that has come to my mind is uh, our microphones can be a chopping block. Uh, oh, we we discussed microphones in general. We discussed this prior to starting our episode. It's crazy how we are so technologically advanced at this point that people are considering putting chips into people's brains. But we we can't have clear. We audio can't get proper audio for a freaking podcast. Yeah, through any that's microphone. absurd. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I don't understand that at all. We can, and that makes me nervous. For like Neuralink and stuff, if we're putting chips in people's brains, when I can't even talk to someone over the computer, I mean, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, it, not only that, like we we currently have systems in place where we're able to communicate with one another with a, a signal that just dissipates into the air and goes to a satellite and then comes back down to the same exact spot well, in two rivers to your computer. And we can't have clear audio, but we can sending signals through space like well that d- doesn't make any sense it's beyond my pay grade mm. uh, all right big dog's final thoughts i have a couple things written down here okay um <laughs> well i guess this first point i just have written down i'd warp a child's brain you have warped a child no brain? i i would like say i had a kid like i i don't know what i'd do because like i'd at that point, they're so psychologically fragile. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do. You would warp it, like yes, like I mean, regardless the, of how you raise a kid, you're warping the warping the kid's brain one way or another. Well, I, I I guess to some degree, but I'm thinking that like I like I would I'd be rather conscious that what I'm doing or saying is going to have a long term effect on this child, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm prepared to play by that set of rules. Not that I have to be at this point in time right but but i'm saying that that when the time were to maybe come i'm not sure if i could do it i guess you'll find out if if the time comes 
Yeah, I mean that scary thought. That is a scary thought. How much impact? Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, so I was in an airport last week, and it, the thought came to mind. I mean, those places are so packed. I, I just like I want to know where the hell is everyone going. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why airports are con- – I mean, it's constant, too. Every single day, airports yeah. are just packed. You can't tell me that there's there's that many people that need to get on a plane to go somewhere on any given day. Like, that is a crazy thing. I don't I don't understand at all what's going on. Well, it, it's the same concept when you're in traffic. Except that, that like, slightly makes sense because everybody's got to get to work every day and everybody's sure. got to yeah, do something. It's more understandable because, like, you're, you're still, like – you're still generally in the same area, right? You know, you, you just might be traveling to some form of entertainment or work. But like if you're in an airport, you're you're traveling, you know, you're going somewhere that's you know either back home because you weren't home or you're going to home. Well, where the hell were you? Mm-hmm. I understand. Sure. Like a lot of people take a vacation or two a year or something. But but on any given day, I, I don't understand why the airport is so goddamn packed. Right. It's It's one of the largest industries in the world just moving somebody across a large distance. Whereas yeah. like, which is a, a whole nother point, like why we don't have efficient high-speed rail systems. But I believe that's a conversation for another time. I believe so too. Well, there, there's, a, there's another thing kind of relating to that because I, I, I found myself thinking about that quite a bit and how, just how confused I was like, why, like, what are these people doing? And I just, I've, kind of found out that I don't know when this started and I don't know if this just a part of adulthood, but when you're a kid, you kind of understand that adults kind of have a grasp on life. You kind of have things figured out. And then like, as you get to college, you kind of figure that out, like, Oh yeah, you know, you're kind of figuring out the world at this point in time. I have no clue what the hell's going on with anything. I'm just constantly confused about everything that's going on, not only in the world, but in my own life. Mm-hmm. It's just constant confusion. I have no idea what's going on. And I have no clue what the solution is, which just makes me even more confused. Yeah, I would agree that I'm in a similar page where it's you wake up, you you do a thing, you collect paper, and then you go to bed. Yeah, not only is that process confusing, but even the things you do in that time are confusing. Yeah. That's true. Like the whole, the process of the process is confusing, but the process itself is confusing. Mm -hmm. And then you, you think of where your process fits into the big picture and there's, it doesn't. Not at all. And then I get to the point like where I am right now, I'm confused as to why I'm so confused. Right. Because it's a, it's a simple, simple concept that we're fulfilling at the moment. You, Wake up, you work, you eat dinner, spend time with people, entertain yourself, go to bed, do that again until it's Saturday where you have a day to do whatever you want. And yeah, well, I mean, that's from a very macro level, which, which I'm also confused about, but I'm, I'm also confused about like, if I have a bowl of peas, I'm like, what the hell is this pea? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, what's the deal with this thing? Like I'm that level of confused. And it compounds. That that's I, I might just level be, of confusion. I might just be clinically insane, but that's where I'm at right now. Well, 
we'll give you a week and we will find out next week if you have figured anything out. How does that sound? Very unlikely, but I guess we'll see. Give, give me a week to, to figure out the world's problems. Sure. That right. sounds good. Well, that concludes episode 20 of Big Dog Radio. Thank you for joining us. Join again next week or don't. We don't really care. Um, I can second that. Well, Lou, I guess one final thing. Should we ask ourselves, is Big Dog Radio back? It's back for the meantime. We'll say that. That could mean a number of things. That could. This episode, long term, we don't really know. We don't really know. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will see you again soon. Thank you.